0: The physical body is fiction, your real body is energy. The physical body, which most of us have always assumed to be real, is actually fiction. And if only we could see that our physical body is an idea our mind is stubbornly holding on to, we would experience an enormous breakthrough. Most of us see ourselves as purely physical beings, and this seriously affects our lifestyle. What brings about this mainly is the fact that how we live and relate to our body is based on our underlying beliefs about our body. Being physical is an outworn model for the body, and we need to constantly invent a new body that isn't based on the old physical model. To create a new body, you must understand that you can change your body and consciousness. When you make a shift in yourself about how you perceive your body and the assumptions you have about it, changes are manifested in your physical body. To make a change you must first have the intent, and then you must follow through with subtle action. Subtle action works by 1. Going inside and making your intentions known, 2. Believing in getting results, 3. Not resisting the process of change, 4. Repeating the subtle action of intention until the change has been accomplished. It is natural for the body to revert to old patterns of behavior when going through change. Rather than get frustrated or stressed by this, take note of negative impressions and memories. By looking, watching and being aware, not judging, rejecting nor condemning, you will begin to heal. Always bear in mind that the real you is separate from your body. The real you shape your body which has the potential to be a flowing river of love, joy, and wisdom, effortlessly flowing in perfect balance with the entire universe. The real you is pure energy. Your cells constantly move back and forth across the border between the visible world and the invisible world of energy. In our day-to-day activities, we are exposed to a wide array of energy from other people, situations and circumstances, nervous energy, loving energy, healthy energy, excitement, negative energy. Generally, there are two different forms of energy that can influence us as humans, namely, healthy energy and unhealthy energy. Healthy energy is flowing, flexible, dynamic, balanced, soft, associated with positive feelings while unhealthy energy is stuck, frozen, rigid, brittle, hard, out of balance, associated with negative emotions. For instance, the hard, frozen looks of hatred that spouses exchange in a bad marriage express one kind of energy, while the soft, loving looks exchanged in a happy marriage express the other. Your body is in a healthy state when its energy is in a healthy state. All sicknesses, infirmities and harm caused to the body are traceable to distorted energy in your life. You can bring healing to any aspect of your life by shifting an unhealthy energy state into a healthy one. People who can't find a way to change their energy state are always entangled in every sort of negative emotion, thereby drawing themselves farther and farther from fulfillment. The magic of awareness, improving your genes, managing your body's energy and transforming the body. The generally accepted point of view is that the body we have is a product of our genes and that genes can't be changed. Truly, genes are the most complicated thing about the body, but there is a simple truth behind them, which is this, you can change your genes, and therefore you can improve them. Genes only affect you if they are switched on, they have no effect if they are switched off. And whether a gene switches on or off is determined by an automatic biological response on a fixed schedule, or by our life experiences, or a combination of both. This implies that our choices in life can play a vital role in what kind of a body our genes create. DNA is a memory bank storing every experience from the past that makes us human. Instead of letting those memories use you, you can learn to use them. Just like your physical body, DNA is also made of energy, and you can change its energy patterns through a change of awareness. As humans, we were born with some predetermined genetic codes that will determine how our body turns out, but as we inject our own desires, habits, and intentions, a fixed trait can become very malleable. A mere wisp of desire is enough to affect DNA. Simply put, our fears, expectations, relationships, lifestyles and habits, all play a significant role in our body's makeup. The key to switching genes on and off is awareness, that conscious recognition that underlies our behavior, feelings, and thoughts. If you want to transform your body, a change in awareness must come first, you can't change what you're not aware of or know nothing about. This awareness can be fully mastered through Reflection Taking a second look at old habits, beliefs, and assumptions Contemplation Focusing on a thought or image until it expands as far as it can Meditation Finding the level of the mind that isn't conditioned This takes the mind in its restless, confused state and leads it to a higher state that is clear and steady Though you can master awareness through reflection and contemplation, meditation is the most powerful means of mastering awareness. During meditation, you will be able to create a basic connection to your inner self that isn't blocked by guilt, shame, and discomfort. Hence, tuning into the body through meditation is the principal skill of becoming more aware, more sensitive and responsive to your body. Once you tune into it, your body has an amazing capacity to repair and transform itself. Furthermore, awareness acts like an invisible force, the most powerful one in your body. As you silently engage it in meditation, it moves all your energy that is stuck in an unhealthy state to a healthy state and restores a free flow of consciousness in your mind. Consequently, this renewal of energy and restoration of consciousness will transform your body. As your awareness changes, your energy changes, and then your body experiences an immense transformation. The chain of events moves from the invisible realm to the visible in this manner, awareness, energy, body. When you are fully aware, you can center yourself at will, you are familiar with a place of peace and silence inside, you aren't divided against yourself by inner conflicts, you can transcend local disturbances and remain unaffected by them, you see the world from an expanded perspective, your inner world is organized. Awareness that is limited by fear, doubt, anger, lack, addiction, insecurity, and judgment is conditioned. Conditioned awareness does not heal the body, it merely repeats the patterns from the past. Overcoming the effects of time is the ultimate liberation of the body. Time is the most powerful factor in life. It rules the cycle of birth and death, moves forward inexorably and brings aging and decay. As humans, we see time as something working against us, basically due to its unapologetically ruthless effects and its seemingly inevitable consequences of aging and decay. The truth, however, is that time isn't your enemy, it doesn't work against you or cause you to age. Everyone needs to overcome this outworn belief that time is our greatest foe. In fact, we can turn time from being an enemy to an ally, we can stop giving in to time as if it rules our lives. Nevertheless, the problem of time comes down to one thing, your body evolves and erodes simultaneously. Both evolution and erosion are constant, invisible forces that are always in play in our lives. To reset our agenda for the body, we must shift our attitude to understanding the changes in our body as primarily evolving forward, not only eroding away. Through evolution and erosion occur simultaneously, both of these forces vary in dominance. When evolution gains the upper hand, we feel expansive, optimistic, forward-looking, eager to discover new things. In that mode, there's all the time in the world. We can forget time and live as if it didn't exist, just as lovers do, or people totally absorbed in work or play. At other times, however, erosion gains the upper hand. When this happens, time isn't enough to get things done, and what time there is exhausts us. Bored and depressed, we find our lives losing momentum and we long to stop moving, perhaps even to stop existing. As our bodies balance evolution and erosion, these two faces of time silently battle for supremacy. When you age, erosion slowly wins. Luckily enough, studies have proven that that erosion can be resisted through beliefs and attitudes. Therefore, there is no need to buy into any belief that promotes erosion. Far better to assume that awareness can change any energy pattern at will. So, how do we prevent the erosion and decay of our body and facilitate evolution? The key to preventing decay and making time your ally is gaining mastery over it. Controlling time and gaining mastery over time is built into all of the biological clocks that govern your body. If we allow these natural rhythms to function without interruption, then time is our ally. However, if we force our own myopic conception of time and deadlines upon ourselves we interrupt these rhythms and become a victim of time. Whatever breaks down your body's timing, creates aging. The culprit is not time itself, but some rather invisible factors which do the greatest damage. These invisible factors of erosion and aging include, Unpredictability, random events disrupt your body's rhythms. Disorder, confusion, a breakdown of external order leads to inner disorder. Accidents, mistakes in your life lead to a mistake in your body. Trauma, sickness, when wounded, your body loses track of time. Violence, when attacked, your body's timing is shattered. Chaos, when all sense of order is destroyed, your body cannot manage time at all. Fortunately, we can counter the effect of these factors by letting our natural rhythms run properly, thus making time our ally. Here's how to go about it. Keep regular hours, eat and sleep on a regular schedule. Avoid drastic changes in diet and activity. Set up an orderly work environment. Reduce distractions. Rest quietly once to twice during the day to let our body retune itself. Put your house and finances in order. Become more resilient emotionally and live as if you have all the time in the world. The soul is our spiritual body and being in tune with it makes life easier. Having a soul is arguably the most useful thing in life, it is the main part of our being that connects us to God. In essence, the soul acts as a step-down transformer for the infinite, universal spiritual power of God and our individual human life. Functioning as your spiritual body, the soul generates and organizes the energy of love, the energy of compassion, the awareness of truth, the awareness of creativity and intelligence. It fulfills needs that are just as basic as the need for food and oxygen that your physical body serves. Here is a simple map that can prove extremely useful in understanding the concept of the soul. God equals infinite energy, love, creativity, intelligence, soul equals stepping down of energy, love, creativity, intelligence, mind, body equals human level of energy, love, creativity, intelligence. Having adequate, practical knowledge of the soul frees us from the disturbing implications of the religious and scientific views of life's purpose. With religion, we are faced with a God that may reject and hate us for sins even if we strive to obey or make unwitting mistakes. While science tells us that even the most cherished aspects of our lives, love, compassion, beauty, and joy are based on random brain activity, genetic mutations, and survival instincts. A flawed understanding of the soul leads to breakdowns of the spiritual body, as it does for the physical body. Only the true knowledge of our spiritual nature can fulfill our deepest human aspirations. To resurrect your soul, you must do the opposite of what your past conditioning tells you to. Instead of turning to a higher power, you turn to yourself. Instead of leaving your body behind, take it on the spiritual journey. Instead of condemning physical desire and temptation, you follow desire into the unknown region where the soul resides. On its own, the brain can't produce change. It merely adapts to your intention. For instance, if you want anything in life, your soul has the potential for it to come true, your mind brings the potential to the level of wishing, dreaming, wanting, and desiring. Your brain then produces the result, you learn how to achieve what you want. By tuning into the soul regularly, you can increase its awareness, and clear the channel to it. Anytime you choose to grow and expand, you're tuning into your soul. Anytime you choose to contract awareness, however, the channel to your soul is squeezed shut and you're tuned out. Endeavor to always be in rhythm with your soul, because when you are tuned into your soul, life flows easily. Things are calm, clear and open to all possibilities. When you are tuned out, life becomes confusing, conflicting and empty. Letting go is the key to going beyond all boundaries and experiencing true freedom. The soul is a part of our being that goes beyond all boundaries. We are so used to thinking in limited terms that we've even believed the soul limited. It has become a thing, an object that just happens to be invisible. People often say, I have a soul, or, I don't want to lose my soul, as if their soul belongs to them. This erroneous mindset is as a result of thinking that the soul is an invisible object which can be lost or saved, blessed or condemned. The soul is pure awareness, a link to the infinite that is as unbounded as the universe. But we reverted to an ownable soul to make it easier to comprehend and live with. To be as free and unbound as creation, we have to give up the idea of ''my soul''. As long as you cling to anything by saying ''mine'', you can't be free. Your soul isn't a thing you can cling to and make your own. You can only win your freedom by letting go. The mystery of the unbounded soul is wrapped up in these two things, how to let go and how much you want to be free. The only way we can truly learn to let go is by seeing through our ego's insistence upon being right. Letting go comes down to choosing the values of the soul acceptance, approval, detachment, calmness, selflessness over the values of the ego rejection, criticism, clinginess, agitation, selfishness. It's not that your ego has a totally negative agenda. Under normal circumstances, it doesn't. Mainly the ego acts out of self protection. We cannot transform our ego by condemning it and labeling it as bad. Understand, whatever you fight against tries to stick even harder. After all, you are threatening its survival. Likewise, the parts of yourself that feel judged against will not relent. They will try to convince you even harder to be selfish, judgmental, and resentful whenever you face outside opposition. Ultimately, letting go is achieved, not by condemning what's bad in yourself and throwing it away, but by a process that brings opposites together. Your ego must see that it belongs to the same reality as your soul. It needs to find so much in common with your soul that it lets go of its selfish agenda in favor of a better way of life. Letting go eventually leads to ultimate surrender, and the fruit of surrender is grace. When the process of surrendering or letting go eventually comes to an end, grace transforms human nature. This end point, however, is totally different from anything one would anticipate, as the ultimate surrender means one would have to give up all needs. For the first time, you will be able to confidently say, I am enough, you will find yourself in a world where everything fits together as it should. We can only achieve a new identity by letting go completely. After we've let go, we can then begin to enjoy the fruit of surrender which is grace, the all-embracing power of God. Grace is the invisible influence of the divine, once it enters a person's life, the old means that we use to run our lives, reason, logic, effort, planning, forethought, discipline, are thrown away like the training wheels of a bicycle. Grace abolishes life's limitations, there is nothing to fear, nothing to be guilty of. When we're in grace, the whole issue of good versus evil disappears, peace is no longer a dream to be chased but an innate quality of the heart. The religion's moralistic view of human nature, before it is touched by grace, is that it is fallen, corrupt, sinful, and ignorant. In fact, we are simply bound by the ego's conception of identity. The ego's vision of life is absolutely unachievable. What it promises is a completely fulfilling life is an illusion you can chase all your life without ever laying hands on it. When you become aware of this defect, the result is fatal for the ego, because it can't compete with the soul's vision of fulfillment. We have all been conditioned to believe that it's the ego that is practical and realistic in its approach to life, while the soul is unattainable and practically unrealistic. But that's a total reversal of the truth. Contrary to popular belief, fulfillment is not a matter of self-improvement, it involves a shift away from the ego's agenda, turning from externals to the inner world. The soul holds out a kind of happiness that isn't dependent on whether the circumstances around you are good or bad. The 10 Steps to Wholeness, Connecting the Body, Mind, and Soul Wholeness is the result of connecting the body, mind, and soul. In wholeness, you aren't divided against yourself, therefore, the choices you make are beneficial at every level. Once you have a clear knowledge of how the soul operates, there would seem to be no reason to turn back and live any other way than from the level of the soul. The path to wholeness can be quite challenging, and it's very easy to give up. The secret is to live in wholeness now before you completely achieve it. What's needed is a lifestyle that keeps your vision alive. A holistic lifestyle, choosing to live your life and heal your body through natural remedies, should sustain the ties to your soul even when those ties feel fragile. For centuries, spiritual teachers have struggled with trying to bridge the gulf between the old and the new life. Teaching and preaching aren't enough, showing by example isn't enough. Yet, many people have crossed over to the light and what they have achieved is real. If we distill the stories of these individuals, a lifestyle composed of ten steps to wholeness emerges that is simple and can be followed without anyone else needing to know or approve. Here are the steps. Nourish your light body. If you feed your soul with fresh energy every day, it will provide you with inspiration and guidance. Turn erosion, entropy into evolution. With constant input from your soul, your mind can generate never-ending creativity. Commit yourself to deeper awareness. Ask for a new vision, new beliefs, and a new sense of self every day. Be generous of spirit. Generosity begins at the level of the soul, which never runs out of the two things totally necessary in life, energy and awareness. Focus on relationships instead of consumption. Wholeness depends on relationships that are whole. You cannot be whole in isolation. As your soul sees you, you are connected to everything. Relate to your body consciously. Without ever losing focus, your body consciously tends to you every day. You can acknowledge this faithful service by consciously relating to your body in turn with trust, consideration, honesty, mutual cooperation, and loving appreciation. Embrace every day as a new world. There seems to be a gap between mind and body. Since the mind sets the body's agenda, if you win the tiny battles against routine, inertia, and boredom, this gap will close and every day will seem like a renewal. Let the timeless be in charge of time. Your soul's frame of reference is timeless. Live from that timeless place. At your source, all events are laid out with perfect timing. Time submits to your desire, not the other way around. Feel the world instead of trying to understand it. The flow of life cannot be analyzed, but we were designed with sensitive awareness that goes far beyond thinking. Instead of trying to understand the endlessly changing world, you can feel your way and trust those feelings. Only then will you know what is unfolding around you. Seek after your own mystery. You must want wholeness as fervently as you want a job, house, car, and family. You must be willing to walk the path alone. The answer lies in seeking your own mystery, not a mystery handed to you by anyone else. None of us knows when the first day on the path was, or when the last day will be. Therefore, the best thing is to live every day as if it is the first and the last. Life is perpetually fresh, and so your path can be just as fresh. Otherwise, if you postpone your life waiting for a great and glorious gift to be bestowed, the gift may never come on schedule, and life will be postponed forever. Wholeness must be seized right now, at this moment, because when eternity dawns, it dawns only in a moment like this one. The goal of the steps above is to make wholeness a daily possibility. Vision and reality want to come together and now is the time to make that happen. CONCLUSION You can change your body through consciousness, because despite its physical appearance, your body is the product of consciousness, to begin with. There is no difference between a thought and a molecule in the brain. Each intention sends signals to every cell in the body, causing the cell to change. Therefore, the most natural way to become transformed is through the power of intention. Finally, the soul is your spiritual body which brings nourishment to every cell as surely as nutrients are brought by the blood. When you're connected to your soul, a kind of resurrection happens, you discover that the closer you live to your soul, the better for your body. Try this, your body already knows that its purpose in life isn't physical. Think about your body in a new way, not as a mechanistic machine, but as a vehicle to give and receive love, compassion, understanding. From time to time, practice the following meditation on the heart for five minutes as an exercise to contact that silent awareness within. Sitting quietly with your eyes closed, rest your attention on your heart. You don't need to be anatomically precise. Simply find a place in the center of your chest where your attention can remain easily. As you breathe in and out naturally, keep your attention there. Allow any feelings and sensations to arise and pass. If your attention wanders, gently bring it back to rest on your heart.